You're listening to the Unshamed Podcast. We talk about important topics that are culturally taboo when it comes to the female body, mind, and soul. We want to break down shame that surrounds these topics so that women can be empowered in their everyday lives. Make sure to like and subscribe and share this with your friends. Hey guys, welcome to the Unshamed Podcast. Um, Another sunny, lovely day in Ireland today. Um, which is not uh, super common, but I'm absolutely loving it. Being able to sit out here and talk about talk about all kinds of cool things. Today, we're going to be talking about what I call the sin of being an inconvenience. More on that in a minute. Um, okay, so I have kind of a long story, but I promise, like it has a point. I, I I promise. Just like hang on with me, go on the journey, and all that. Um. So, um, I, I have a question for you. Ready? Have you ever felt like you wanted to, um, avoid causing a fuss or, you know, being a bother, being an inconvenience, that kind of thing? Um, if you have, uh, you're, <laughs> you might love this episode. Um, okay. So Irish people, has anybody seen um, the Aldi ad? I guess I can say that word here. This is not a, a, a an ad for Aldi, by the way. This is not a promotion or anything. It's just, I saw an ad and it's on YouTube. Actually, you can, you can look it up. Um, it was actually a really great campaign on their part to, um, sell Irish products. And so the tagline for each of the commercials was, um, it's as Irish as, so there was one that was like as Irish as not um, being able to take a compliment. So like two girls were talking to each other and, uh, one of them was like, I love your dress. The other one was like, Oh, it's terrible. Are you kidding me? This is the worst dress ever. I looked at the state in this dress, et cetera. Um, and then there was another one as Irish as not wanting to be the first one to hang up. And so, um, this lady was on the phone and just kept going, blah, 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 you know, over and over and exaggerated. But yeah, you know, you know the feeling like you just say bye multiple times and that's just how it is. But there was one called as Irish as not wanting to cause a fuss. And this was um, the scene where you have this barbecue going on in somebody's garden. And um, poor Des is at the end of the, the table and it's just getting covered in smoke. You know, like the barbecue pit is over here and he's the only one at the table who's just covered in smoke and trying to eat and everything. And everybody's like, are you okay? You know, you sure Des? We can all get up and move over. He's like, stay where you are. I'm totally fine. He's like, she's like, are you crying? And, or is your eye, are your eyes watering? He's like, well, you know, I was crying earlier. He would rather admit that he was sobbing earlier than, than admit that he needed, um, needed a little extra help, that kind of thing. Um, so the end is it's an, as Irish as not wanting to, to cause a fuss. So I was laughing because I'm like that, that's true. I kind of have felt like that a little bit more since, um, since moving here. Um, I just feel like they, they nailed it in that ad. Um, you know, every culture has their weird quirks. Um, you know, I noticed so many American quirks after living here, like our, our giant uh, trucks and stuff and how this is funny. I think Americans use overly complicated words for things. Uh, we like, we call things like vehicle or, um, uh, like, oh, they, you know, um, there was a, you know, just, you know, we, I can't think of them right now, but we have, uh, so many like weird, um, things like that we do, like we overcomplicate things, I think, but that's just one like random quirk. But again, every place has their quirks. One of the Irish quirks is like what was happening in the ad where, you know, if you go to a restaurant and somebody gives you a, a hamburger instead of a cheeseburger, you probably like, you will feel so bad about, um, asking the way, the waitress to like, 
change your order and stuff just because that's um, how it is. You don't want to cause a fuss. You don't want to be an inconvenience, all that. Um, so yeah, I've kind of absorbed that <laughs> cultural habit myself. Uh, like so many things, um, just like the positive ones. Like I now recycle everything. I, I'm convinced that Irish dairy is the most superior dairy on earth. Um, I get really indignant when my American friends, I love you guys, when you cut your scones into triangles. <sighs> Don't get me started. Anyway, um, so I kind of, I've absorbed this and I fear like causing a fuss. It's weird. So this episode is about that. Um, but think about it. We can feel this kind of on a minor scale. I mean, like a cheeseburger in a restaurant's not a big deal. Um, but what if you're in a situation that's way more serious and you kind of require a bit more fuss than just like uh, your food in a restaurant, you know? So here's my story from um, like a few weeks ago. Let's journey back a little bit. So um, I was having a really good day. Um, background, okay? Zoe Community, uh, we train volunteers to listen to women in crisis pregnancy. Um, specifically, we market to women who would prefer to explore options other than termination. Um, then we stay with them and help them as long as they want to explore their resources, listen, anything they need. We're there. So the first training was rapidly approaching. It was Actually, this past Sunday, as today recording, it was, uh, sorry, this past Saturday. Um, and I was pumped. I was excited. Um, and as I was on my way because we had um, put together boxes for the volunteers because of COVID, like we couldn't meet together. So we figured the volunteers need swag and treats and stuff. So we're just going to mail it to them. So we felt excited about that. And I thought, okay, routine trip to the post office. I had 11 boxes, you know, in various containers, bringing them with me. Um, and, uh, you know, I just thought this will be a fun little trip to, to post everything. So I'm not like an entrepreneur or like a boss or something. I don't post boxes all the time. I rarely do that. Um, so I didn't know that people who mail a bunch of boxes here, they typically um, prepare uh, pre-print their labels first. Um, so that explains like the face of the lady behind the desk at the post office. Um, she looked at me and she was like, did you pre-purchase labels? And I was like, um, no, should I have? And she was like, <laughs> and I was like, Oh Lord. And she goes, yeah, most people do. And then just gave me this weirdly, like begrudgingly, um, that just kind of, are you kidding me? Look, it was really, um, it just felt so weird. And then she started like acting like oh, this is the worst job in the world. Weighing each box was such a chore, was such an annoying, uh, was just being a pain in the butt. Um, and then she like, when I walked in, the post office was empty. Okay. Um, and while she was slaving away, like somebody in a sweatshop, um, the queue started to build behind me. And then she, uh, she had to call in a reinforcement. Actually, I was causing all kinds of trouble. Um, and then she looked at me and she laughed and pointed behind me, um, to, to let me know about the queue that was building up, uh, because of me. So finally done, all the boxes were finished. I was mortified. Um, as I left, I passed the queue, which at that point was out the door and down the path. Um, I was 
pretty sure that like I didn't make eye contact with anybody. I was sure that everybody in the village at that point wanted to just kill me. Um, so I walked along and it wasn't until a little while later that it kind of dawned on me. I felt so much guilt and shame because of what went on. Cause I didn't know what to do. I just wasn't in the know. Um, and I showed up and caused an inconvenience and a fuss and all this stuff. Um, but I felt a microscopic bit of what women in crisis pregnancy go through like all the time. So try to put yourself in their place. Um, a woman finds out she's pregnant. Uh, she's in college or just starting her career um, and is single um, or has three kids already. Um, or she's in, ab- in an abusive relationship or she, you know, she's having all these things, one of or many of these things, and she might not want to get a termination Women have many reasons for why they might not want to have termination as an option. Um, But what's left? She has to summon the courage to tell others and then inevitably be seen as an inconvenience on a massive scale. Um, The sin of being an inconvenience is, (laughs) Blake was joking with me, it's one of the worst ones you can commit. Um, You know, uh, Blake used to be the guy when we go to restaurants in the USA, if the food wasn't like up to standard, he calmly um, would explain the situation. And usually we'd end up getting free food because he was really good at at talking to the manager and stuff. Um, So, but it's changed now that since we moved here, he's not the guy who has to speak to the manager anymore because, you know, we've learned some of the cultural stuff. So, um, okay. So back to, back to the women who are in the situation who actually do have um, these crises in their in their lives, and it would be great if they weren't treated like absolute garbage. So what do we do for women to encourage them um, that if they want to choose a path that will inevitably be inconveniencing others in her community, what do we do to encourage her that she herself, in her human form, She's not an inconvenience. As a person, she's not an inconvenience. I think we need to welcome the inconvenience, like from the off, like from the first first go, and and mean it sincerely. Like so many people go, yeah, sure, you know, like you can come. Um, I, I, I'll, anything you need, I'll be there. And they're not sincere about it. We need to actually be sincere. So make sure that before you say something, you're sincere about it. You mean it. Um, this is going to be, you know, get ready for it. More work than we're used to. Yay. It means that we follow through on the welcome with genuine hospitality. Um, because you know what, here's, here's a little secret. Um, we could all be in the same situation. You know, we could all be there. Um, and also because any woman who has an unplanned pregnancy, but, um, doesn't want to choose termination, shouldn't feel pressure to, to do that. I mean, because that would be kind of anti-feminist, you know. Um, this applies to a ton of different things, you know, not just crisis pregnancy. Uh, people going through an eating disorder or depression or addiction or divorce. Um, those people might, um, they might have the courage to come forward um, if they know that we won't just sigh and act like it's the end of the world that we have to help them. So um, I want to hear from you guys. Um, what are some practical ways that we can say, I don't see you as an inconvenience to the women around us? Um, please send us a comment 
or shoot us an email at unshamed at zoecommunity.ie and I'll put a link to that um, email address below. If you want to hear more about this stuff, um, if you like hearing about these topics and um, actually, or if you have a suggestion for a guest to come on the show, we'd always appreciate that. Let us know and also click like and subscribe because, you know, we need the likes and subscribes. It's great to know that more people are out there, um, more people listen and feel encouraged by this. So until next time, which will probably have some super exciting episode on shame, birth control, pregnancy, any kind of topic, you name it, continue living unshamed. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Unshamed Podcast. Join us next time for another topic that we hope empowers you. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share this with your friends.